Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Everybody, welcome to the podcast that follows the strict dietary program of Americano for pre-ride, IPA for recovery, and aged grape juice for a sleep agent. This is the Pack Filler Podcast. I'm Pat Bulger, and we're back at River City Brewing in Spokane. Can we prove that we're live? If anybody's listening, would they be able to offer up a slight dose of applause? Thank you very much. Uh, several weeks ago, we tried out this this live show format, and this is our third now. The feedback was really uh, great, uh, not to mention the opportunity to drink beer in public and not be sitting in a basement room in my home talking to somebody on Skype, which is actually creepy if you stop and think about it. But uh, these these have been a lot of fun in here. Thanks for River City for having us back. Um, I know for uh, anybody out there cycling-minded, it's November. It's cold. Thanksgiving just passed. Um, if you're me, you're trying to find something motivational to keep you going. And I don't know about you guys, but I am desperate for something to keep me going. And we're getting me started here. Um, I know what you guys are probably thinking. Dude, you should have done cross. But um, my cyclocross skills are... I was the guy who actually became a rolling joke that when you passed Pat Bulger, just slap him in the ass as you go by because they would pass me multiple times in the cyclocross race. So I, I haven't done any of that yet. And I heard the panel of guests here talking earlier about, uh, about indoor training options. And um, is anybody up to speed on Zwift at all? Anybody doing that kind of stuff? I see a couple hands around. Still kind of new. Um, I'd love to find out what we can do to keep things going and maybe get motivated. I don't know about you guys. I'm having a really difficult time, especially when it gets dark here. But uh, here we go with the, with our topic and our panel for our show today. As, as I advertise the show, we're talking with a, a bike shop perspective here. And we have some guests who have all at least spent some time working in a bike shop or currently are involved in bike shops at ownership levels or, or at least turning wrenches on a daily basis. And uh, the diehard local shop that is uh, brave enough to try to battle the dreaded internet, cheap customers, break-ins, storefronts, and teaching the unteachable about the sport. So uh, let's get to our panel. First off, he is returning to the Spokane Pack Filler Trivia Champ. 
He worked in a shop for years, so he's fairly qualified to be here and has actually been requested to return on the show more than I have because I'm the one who hosts the show and they wanted this guy back first. So let's welcome the great Paul Main back to the show. Thanks, Pat. Thanks for having me. Paul's there. His microphone's hopefully working. We're going to play with the levels all throughout the entire show. Next, he's the owner-operator of Mojo Cyclery here in Spokane, actually in Spokane Valley, over 15 years of experience in the bike business and a great supporter of the area racing scene. Let's welcome to the show Morgan Johnson. Thanks for having me. And finally, he's the main guy behind the Bike Hub Shops. What's in my mind? Bike Hub Shops here in the Spokane area, not to mention the one right across the street. Uh, their kit's pretty badass, as if you've seen it before, and I've never met a bad person wearing it, which tells you something about the guy behind him. So let's welcome to the show, Chris Andreessen. Chris. Thanks, Matt. You guys, as stated earlier, as I find a way to smoothly transfer pages. Uh, the show's about being involved in, in the bike shop world. Each of you has been in the bike shop in some way, shape, or form. Paul has found a way out, like Pacino in the Godfather series. Um, please state your reasons for doing this to yourselves, if we want to, you know, however we want to kind of start off, maybe because Chris is closest to me. What got you started in the bike shop business? Well, I was that uh, kind of rat kid that wouldn't go away so they just started making me clean the toilets at like 13 years old and so um once i started getting those cleaned up they let me do some other things but yeah i've been doing it in spokane since i was a kid and uh, kind of my passion just turned into the career and i'm, I'm neck deep in this i'm not going anywhere that's the problem <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Um, it, it, should we just keep going around the circle? Paul, do you want to confess as to why you were in and how you got out? Yeah, the, you know, I started racing in uh, about 85, and I just couldn't get enough. And it, I think, like, everybody here would, uh, would agree is cycling so addictive. And uh, so <clears throat> I thought the coolest thing would be to work at a bike shop, and I could be saturated 24-7. But I'm a slow learner. It took me five years to figure, see, you have to work on the weekends, and bike races are on weekends, so maybe I should get out of it. Uh, so that's the only reason I left. But I do. I kept a finger on the pulse. I worked for Harry Gary Bicycles, build some frames there, that type of thing. So, yeah. I, there, I still miss it. There's something about bike shops. The key is here is I'm basically looking for background so we can make sure that you guys have some really nasty stories about horrible customers over oh, the years I got and things like that. Yeah, so, so, uh, so uh, Morgan, what got you in? Yeah, I think it, uh, touching upon when you're a youth, you know, you're always building those jumps off of garbage cans and you're trying to outdo your buddy the whole way and it delves into that passion to where you keep going through everything and you just get addicted to it and it's hard to leave like everybody talks about, so... Is it true that bike shop owners really never get to ride? I, I did hear the rule some once that if you ever want to stop doing something, work in that industry for a living. Own a bike shop, you'll never get to ride again. Uh, my first couple of years, I only slept in the bike shop. So <laughs> I didn't. But now things are a little better, and uh, getting out there kind of keeps the head clear and, and keeps the stress levels down. So. Yeah, Morgan? definitely. I mean, uh, it is that running joke to where if you want to ride bikes, don't work in a bike shop. And it's, it, there's a lot of truth behind that. But, you know, right now is prime, prime season for bike shop workers and owners to ride. So once the season slows down a little bit, we get a chance to ride more bikes. 
So you guys are just stuck basically doing it, it when in the crap weather. Like people who can't see what we're seeing right now, the rain is coming down in sheets. And it's where the term like, diehard comes from, okay. right? You know? Okay. Okay. Paul, in your years, you were, you had said earlier you were basically screwed. Yeah, you know, I always dreamed of owning my own bike shop. I always had some kind of big image and never pulled the trigger because once again, I knew what it, you know, being five years into it, I realized there's no way. And I'd rather be a, a foot soldier than, than the general. So, yeah. Okay, I could, I could say this because I'm not in the business. I, I did work in shops for a while. I was one of those guys who was in the back just assembling bikes uh, constantly. Another one comes in, you're assembling another kid's bike. That kind of a conveyor belt experience, but cyclists spend a lot of money, and let's be honest, they're usually quite cheap bastards. Um, and since the inception of online shopping, the local shop has had a, a big challenge and a big change in how they operate. Um, how do shops deal with online powerhouses uh, selling bikes for less? How do you guys go and approach that issue? You know, it's, it's crazy from starting in bike shops in the early 90s and just seeing the evolution and how quickly things are changing in the environment. And not just in, you know, specialty retail, but just in retail in, in general. And the online shopping's changed the perspective of how people shop now. So it's, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, and there's definitely a threat to the local bike shop, you know, and, and what we're going to do and how we're going to keep that thing going. So the nice thing is Spokane in general has a great community support. They, they do believe in local. They do believe in that service. And so we feel the love, you know, and that's great. And we want to give that love back to them. But I think you got to be innovative. I mean, retail is one of those fights that you just can't stop. It's you continually have to evolve and keep recreating yourself. And uh, that's a key. You know, it's not even just competitive in the local environment, but you have online, and there's so many things that's hitting us constantly. So, Morgan? Yeah, kind of touching on what Chris said there, you got to really understand the demographic and find a niche, what you're good at, what's going to bring people into your store. And what it boils down to is really customer service and getting out and really being a part of that community, getting out for rides, you know, just celebrating the, the love of bicycles in general. Is there something you guys have to do to make it that much more different in terms of, you were just saying, finding a specific niche? Um, do you guys, what would you guys classify your individual niches, niches as in terms of where you go? Well, I would say definitely for us, we're, we're a very strong mountain background. I mean, all the guys have, um, you know, have raced at a pretty high level and just been around it for a long time. But, you know, we love road riding too. And so we do a ton of road riding, but I think we're probably known for mountain biking, but you know, we kind of cater to everyone we can. But, you know, through the years back in the day, a family bike shop, you kind of carry it all. And nowadays, you don't get that opportunity. You really have to pick that niche and kind of go with it, your specialty, you know. Yeah, you know, same thing. I got my start in triathlons and road racing, so I felt like that was my strength going forward, too. And uh, But you have to do a little bit of everything to be relevant nowadays. And, you know, it's, it, it's kind of fun to see who comes into your store and because you never know. A South Hill versus a Valley, it might offer something different for us. So got a cool surge of mountain biking right now you know we've saw it in like the 90s and then we saw you know at the lance factor we saw a road come in super strong in the shops and now we got this big flip it's like every 10 years we got this big flip in the bike industry and mountain mountain biking's uh very noticeable and more people are out there and we're seeing kids and families and it's cool go ahead Paul. well i was just gonna say that even when i was i started in 89 and left in 93 and the shop that chris ended up buying out 
uh, two-wheel transit. Uh, <clears throat> I worked for them. And the owner then, Steve Loveland, had kind of a niche. We started doing some mail order stuff. This was before internet really took off. And everything was done, you know, like we put a small little ad in the back of Velo News. And uh, God, you're old. I know. <laughs> and it wasn't even online, you know. So, and then all of a sudden, we were getting calls all over the country. I mean, and then we, we found a, a big market for mountain bikes were just starting to really come in. And Fuji had a bunch of titanium frames that they got rid of. And we started putting, and I, I this is going to roll. This is, you know, we were right at that cusp. But if you don't have, you know, small local shops just don't have the capital to keep it rolling. And I, and I think that's what happened. It kind of died down. And, and I've always kind of, like I said before, kind of watched the market and stuff. And I try and support local bike shops as much as I can. I think it's so vital. Um, <clears throat> but uh, now the scary part, like Canyon, there's several other direct customer stuff. That's going to even probably affect some. I mean, think the world changes. It'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, Ride Fast Wheels, they're direct. There's you know, Canyon. There's several other so I think uh, it's going to be tough for you guys, but man, I, I know labor and repair, and then if you sell fun, that's going to do it, and that's what bicycling is too. So. Yeah. Do you guys end up with a lot of people coming in with stuff they purchased online and are, and are running into problems with it or something like that? It, it, I don't know. For me, I'd almost be kind of, this, maybe this is why I shouldn't own a bike shop, is because I'd be kind of looking at them going, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll work on your bike that you bought from somebody else jackass, you know, but uh, do you guys get a lot of that where people are coming in and they're going, wow, this is a great bike. Um, uh, Nash Bar sells it for 15% less. And how do, you, how do you compete against something like that? Well, I had a situation back in, in my day and somebody brought in a seat after they spent, I spent probably three or four hours talking, having them try different seats, that type of thing. And then they, they bought it online. And then, so we just cut the rails when we installed it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we didn't do that. <laughs> no. no but, and it's hard. I mean, I remember just, like, choking. I, I spent all this time. He goes, yeah, but this was, like, $20 less. Yeah. Well, lost that on labor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I definitely think it's a mixed bag. I think there's those people, especially with, like, an Amazon now, you can get the stuff at your doorstep the next day or within a day or two. Uh, but then there are those diehards that really want to support that local business and are willing to come in for better service, you know, and uh, maybe drop a couple more bucks than normal, but it's all about the service at that point. Yeah, you know what's cool, though, is they do, the consumer does come in, and they buy it online, and but a lot of times they'll call us like and say, hey, I found this online, can you match this? And, we're, and a lot of times we can, which is really cool, and sometimes we can't, but if we're honest with them and say, hey, no, that's a good deal, get it if you need help putting it in. And keeping that kind of honesty and trust to kind of keep them, at least give us the opportunity for the future. And so that, I guess that's how we kind of handle it the best we can without strangling people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I've seen a lot of shops that are actually to the point now, and I've seen uh, people representing both of your shops in, in, in teams, in group rides, shop rides, and things like that. Is that the key to bringing people in and, and creating some sort of shop loyalty? Well, you know, honestly, I think it goes back to the community factor of it, getting out there, supporting rides, being involved in it, and then people can kind of see you and adopt that same kind of a culture thing. But, you know, even with our guys that are supporting us and wearing our jerseys, you know, how can I tell those guys, don't get that online? 
you know, if it's that good of a deal. And so, and I want to keep that relationship. They're not professionals. I can't tell them they only can shop with me. They know they're just doing it for fun. So it's, there's that kind of balance of like, yeah, I got to support you, support me. And thanks for just wearing the jersey. You yeah. know, that's awesome. Is it true that every person past the category four level thinks they deserve some sort of a discount and shop sponsorship? Very true. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> lord. <laughs> yeah, she's just, dude, I, 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 you know, I want a Tuesday night crit. Where's my 20% discount? This is a sensitive subject for me. <laughs> Good, so, let's go. I got some to talk about. <laughs> so the, 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 it's the industry built this, this problem, right? And so here's what gets me. I hate when I see young junior elite athletes that are putting everything on the line, traveling, being homeschooled, doing what they did to, to be a professional, to get paid, to get that contract. And they are struggling to get anything. But at the same time, the industry, even the shops, are willing to hand out these deals to amateurs, to at best sometimes weekend warriors. And that kills me to see. And even young, young professionals that are just, you know, they're trying to get to each race and they're living in these vans that smell terrible and like, you know. And it's like, no wonder why cycling in the U.S. hasn't been a more dominant sport, because we aren't taking it seriously and as an industry. And that, that did, it, it really, and you know, I raced mountain bikes for years. I was never a professional cyclist, but I raced in the pro class. And I, they needed people to beat, so they put me in there. Um, <laughs> and to see my friends that are really making that commitment to do it and the struggles they go through, it's it's. It's kind of a bummer, you know, it really is. And, and you see these big teams that we have, even in Spokane, and they're like, yeah, we have 70 people. And, and I was like, yeah, we want, can we get a deal worked out? And I was like, well, yeah, I want to support you guys. I want to be out there. But then I show up to a road race, and there's like 40 people total. And I was like, wait a second, how, is this, uh, how does this work out? Like, we just gave 70 people deals and only 40 people, maybe 10 are on the team or even at the race. So I don't know, it's, 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 it's rough for sure. I found the issue. Morgan, <laughs> do you, you run into it? Yeah, you know, definitely run into it. And I think even to take it a step further, you bring Strava into it now. So we'll have oh, even God. people. I know, it's, this is what really almost ticks me off, too. Just because <laughs> I'll have people come in and say, I want to get a time trial bike just to get the Strava segment. Can you give me a deal on that? You really? know, and so it's like that next level, too, <laughs> just to touch on it. And it's, it, it's frustrating because you want to see people succeed and help them out. But in the same respect, you're like, that's my king of the mountain you're going after. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a little extra slime in their tubes when they're not looking or something. Some fishing weights in the yeah. sea tube for sure. Yeah. That has always been, you know, issue. Everybody thinks because they throw on a jersey for a team, they should get something for free. I don't, maybe it is in the industry. I don't know. It, it is an expensive sport, but it, I always feel sheepish going into a shop and, Bike Hub has been with R River City Red, and it's, you know, you go in there, and I don't even bring it up. If it happens, they give me a break, that's fine. But there is people that, when when we were working, we sponsored one team, and they they would just bring in friends. And you just see all these people are like, really? wait a minute. Then we decided to do a list, and you had to check <laughs> off. On a, you know, it's just getting ridiculous it's just so that, you know, hey, my buddy wants a yeah. discount on one bike or, or yeah. tires or something. Well, the, I mean, we, all have, we all have to admit this is a sport that's ex insanely expensive. I mean, you know, you could, you could get a kid on, in cross country and buy him a pair of shoes and 
they're pretty much good to go. But uh, just at entry level cycling, I mean, I think ski racing is the only one that kind of rivals it. But um, you guys can't probably make fun of the people because they make up your clientele. But I can make fun of the accountant that comes in making, you know, several, you know, nice, comfortable six-figure income, and they they want twenty percent off their time trial bike so they can go trace chase uh, Strava points or look really cool when they ride up to Starbucks on a Saturday morning and then go home in their pro kit. You know, those people, I, I can say this because you guys can't, those people make me physically ill. But at the same time, you can't, how do you tell somebody like that no when you know they're a part of your business and your income? I mean, is there a line when you guys can just say, no, I can't, and do they stay and keep buying the bikes or do they walk away? You know, we as the retailer don't necessarily always make the rules up. You know, it's our manufacturers, right? And so if we can work that out and it can make sense for us as, as a company and for them, then I think you just, you got to play those games. And that's just, that's just where we're at right now, for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think, you know, you look at the bigger companies, they, they're very strict on their price points. Uh, they do things like grassroots that you can help certain individuals with, but it is a, it, it's a thin line. You know, so it's it's very tough to decipher who gets what and how to. So you got to rely on the the industry and the company itself. Does the just riding along category still exist? I remember people used to bring in their bikes wanting some sort of a repair or a warranty, saying, "Dude, I was just riding along." Yeah, you jumped off of a loading dock, but uh, no, bro, I was just riding along, man. I mean, is that, is that still a category that you guys run into on a constant basis? Well, you know, it's uh, you do run into it quite a bit, but now the companies are getting more strict with that as well. So it's like it's a picture take. It's you send it in for their discretion at this point. So we're you're hands on, but you're almost hands off a little bit too. Just we're like the middlemen that yeah, just exactly. get whipped a bunch. Like whap 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 <laughs> whap. I'm like, are you happy? Whap whap. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Uh, best quirky customer issue you've ever had to deal with in your years? Without without bringing up We meth. don't have time for this. Like, this, is, this could go... No. That's a long no. list. Reader's no. Digest version. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think there's any one particular, you know... I mean, cyclists bring in all walks of life. I mean, that's the crazy thing is everybody rides a bike. And so you see all these people from all over and they all got interesting stories. So I think that's kind of the fun part of being on the sales floor, seeing who's walking in their experience. I don't know if I got anything really quirky. I guess, I don't know, just to draw it out again, that story about the time trial bike to get some Strava KOMs. I was, to me, it's foreign to think that way, but uh I guess that would be one of the tops. Did it put money in your till? Not yet. No. Not yet. Not <laughs> Fingers yet. crossed. Yeah. 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 Paul's really sensitive because he claims not to chase Strava points, but I've seen a lot of hills that Paul's been at the I, top of. I don't of. chase them. I don't Dude, you're putting, your, guilty, yeah. you're putting your bike on the car is what you're doing. <laughs> no, that is not true. <laughs> yeah. You guys should see his face. Um, uh, the low points of the job. I don't want to make you sound like you guys are complaining, but I'll, I'm giving you an opportunity to say these are the pet peeves about the business, the hard things about trying to get through. Um, in my world, it is managing inventory levels and, and, and keeping 
employees happy and and uh, I think that's it's not the consumer it's very 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 rarely the consumer it's really the just the small business workings you know and keeping things fluid that's there's like my wife is like just go to bed just and I'm like I can't go to bed you know but yeah I think that's that's it just just a small business it's hard you know yeah. You know, I think on my end, you'd, being in a first year as a business owner, and we run very lean. It's myself and another gentleman, and we're a two-man show, and so it's time. You know, we want to be out on all these events, but, you know, speaking of the wife, I've got the best wife in the world, and she supports me through everything, but the, the same thing is you got to make time for stuff, and it, it's hard to be out at every event, and so that's the big crossroad that I run into every time. Okay. You made us all look horrible by being the first person to mention how cool your wife is, but. She's very cool, though. Yeah, you know, no, and, and I saw her face, and yeah, it was... Nicole, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> well played. Well played. Yeah. I'm just glad my wife's not here. Yeah. Yeah. You know her. She's mean. <laughs> and German. Yeah, and German. Um, I, I, I'll have one more question before we kind of get into, into the trivia and the fun part of it. Um, and this is hard for you guys who, who are trying to keep the lights on and, you know, make your house payment. Is cycling too expensive? Why or why not? I would say no. Um, the bikes that you can get now for the price is ridiculous. Like we've got mountain bikes that are four or five hundred dollars that are unbelievable. They're bikes that I spent two thousand dollars on ten years ago. I mean, that's the neat thing. The technology's come down. The prices are. I mean, we have three hundred dollar bikes that are amazing bikes, and so I don't think so. I mean, in, in relative to the other people, spend on boats and cars and <laughs> motorcycles I was like this is actually a pretty inexpensive sport you know yeah I don't think it's getting too expensive I think it's going the other way as well and in fact there's adventure bikes that are coming out now that it's kind of a bike for everything you can do road you can do gravel anything and so it's a an all-in-one bike and people are starting to gravitate towards that type of mentality as well millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I disagree with both these guys because I don't own a shop, <laughs> and, and the bike that I'm trying to purchase you just want is, is like ten thousand dollars. So I need to talk to you guys for a discount, yeah. So I can get my Strava. We KOMs can do it for back. eight. Yeah. yeah. If you come in with five KOMs, we'll talk. <laughs> that that well played. That weren't boosted by uh, by your current vehicle. Not virtual. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. No Vespas. All right, thanks, thanks, you guys. I just wanted to talk about some things in the industry and see what that stuff was going on. And now we can switch into kind of the, 
the silly part of, of the show as, as we get in. Um, for those of you new to our live format, what we do is we have a stack of prizes here from uh, both Bike Up and Mojo and all kinds of great stuff. I brought some stuff in from an old show that we did live in Seattle, thanks to my friend Carson Hedrick, uh, Carson uh, Hedrick Cycles and stuff like that. So all you have to do is, based upon your information you picked up from these three gentlemen, is pick a favorite. Uh, you basically get to uh, choose one of the three you think is going to get the most questions right in my childish, petty trivia. And if that person wins with the most points, you get to come up and take one of these great prizes off the prize table. That's all you have to do. So what we do is here, we take a quick short break so I can insert co some commercials into the podcast. And then you guys can come up, put a little slip of paper. We'll open up a couple water bottles. You'll put your name in those corresponding bottles for the corresponding person who you think is going to win. I will tell you this, Paul did win last time, but that was, he, it was a come from behind freakish thing, you know, who knows if it's ever going to happen twice. But uh, that's, that's the gist of our pack filler trivia, and I will allow a short break for people to come up and indicate which person they think is going to be victorious. Right, you guys, as we hit this midpoint of the pack filler live podcast number three in Spokane. Washington. Got to thank our friends. Well, there are a lot of people I have to thank, but we definitely got to thank the show sponsors. Noon Hydration, NoonLife.com. Get over it. You guys, I've been talking about their great stuff for a long time, and if you haven't found them yet, you are definitely missing out. I live, I swear, by the Noon Energy. It is beautiful stuff, and it works great. NoonLife.com. N-U-U-N Life.com. Great supporter they've been helping us with uh, product for the shows that we've been using these giveaways and a great great company to work with so big thanks to noon also big thanks to honey stinger honey stinger the home of the Be belgian wobbles that are absolutely brilliant if you are listening to this podcast after cyber monday you might still have a chance to get their incredible discount on their on their waffles i think they were down to 80 cents a piece you guys get on there check out honey stinger great products great nutrition all right those are the people i have to thank i i should definitely thank river city brewing great place to in spokane if you're gonna drop by and have a beer that's a wonderful place to do it they serve their pears all over the place and if you see any river city beers definitely pick one up you guys also thanks to carson hedrick carson had more swag that he gave us back to the show all right everybody it looks like we're back everybody's got beers they're all happy to go and i believe it's time for the the stuff that I, if there is if there is an expertise level in my trivia creating categories it it's actually probably like a cat five but um, uh, let's let's keep it clean. Let's you know not curse out any anybody else. We do have a child actually sitting on a lap of one of our panel guests, so we're gonna have to probably pull back on some of the bombs for this for this show. But uh, oh, she's grown up in a shop, so she's good. She's good. Yeah. Okay. So um, we have several different categories of, of our trivia, and all I have tailored as best as possible to the individuals. Make sure this guy wins. Okay. Uh, we've tailored it to the, the topic heading of the show, usually dealing with stuff dealing with the bike shop industry. And so our first category for today is, I will t and I'll describe it here and then we'll go into it, is simply entitled Bought It at Walmart. All right? I describe a bike currently for sale at Walmart. 
uh, and I'm going to give you as much detail about the bike as possible. The first person to chime in who gets closest to the actual retail price without going over wins the point for that category. <laughs> All right? I can bash Walmart. You guys can bash Walmart, too. I mean, let's be honest. These, these things are crap. But, um, and I made sure that none of you guys carry any of these brands that are in the, sh in the, in the actual thing itself here. So, so, for example, if I were to come up with a bike and say Pinarello Dogma, uh, you know, Campagnolo record, you know, super record, you know, all that kind of stuff, you chime in by saying your first name, and then you pick a price. And then that, from there on out, so we can get the price. And the person to get the closest to the actual retail price without going over wins the category. I'd probably over-explain that. Our first bike for bought it at Walmart is a GMC Denali 700cc men's road bike in white and red. Chris, oh, $249.99. I have a $249.99. Morgan. Morgan. $119.99. $119.99. Well, Bob, no, you're not Bob Barber. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll go with 219. I believe our first points. Have, actually, where's my scoring sheet? There's my scoring sheet. Morgan's going to take our first points because the actual retail price, $169 even. I know my Denali's. <laughs> Morgan knows his GMC's. <laughs> or Walmart. Not BMC, General Motors we, Corporation. We work on a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> Our second bike is the Villano. I wish I had music for background. Da -da. The Villano R2 commuter aluminum road bike. A frame of 6061 double butted aluminum. Oh. Shimano A050. <laughs> you can help me with this. 21 speeds, everybody. Front derailleur. Second rear derailleur. Shimano. You can interrupt me anytime you want. 700C double-walled CNC alloy machined si sides? What the hell is that? A quick-release skewers. Those cost extra. A seven-speed freewheel. A chain by KMC. You can interrupt me anytime. Chris. Chris. $169.99. We have a $169.99 on the board. I've always wanted to be on the show. He wanted to say... <laughs> That number, didn't he? Uh, Morgan. Well, go ahead. Morgan, uh, going out on the limb, let's do 309.99. Sounds like a nice bike. Paul, do you have a response? I'll go 199.99. I can't believe this. Paul hit it right on the nose with 199. Good work, Paul. On the dot. This category seems to be collapsing, so I will only do a couple more. <laughs> Third bike, a Fuji 21-inch Nevada. Dude, they had the soundtrack in the background. A Fuji 21-inch Nevada hardtail mountain bike, 26-inch Shimano Dior XT Grupo, 10-speed, new. They tell us it's new. This is in Walmart? This is at Walmart. Morgan. Five forty nine ninety nine. Five forty nine for Morgan. Gentlemen, should I? Chris says four ninety nine. Chris says four ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Paul says three ninety nine. Unfortunately, 
Chris was really close, but he went over. It is currently on sale for four eighty-eight seventy-two, reduced from one thousand fifty-nine. Wow! Yeah, you guys are all rushing out to Walmart right now, aren't you? So <laughs> that's where I need to start buying my inventory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, last bike because this is going down like a lead balloon. The Early Rider Belter Trail Three complete bike, so you get the whole thing. 20-inch wheels, silver, built on a lightweight aluminum frame and fork. The Belter Trail series features 20-inch knobby tires, disc brakes, and a belt-driven three-speed internal geared rear hub. Externally routed cables and aluminum frame and fork. It can be yours for the price of... I don't know, but I just want that one. What? That one sounds fantastic. Uh, Chris is going to say... $299. Paul says $249. Morgan says $189 at a bargain. $189. Morgan, you guys would both be out of business because the actual retail price is $607.69. So Paul, who said he wasn't going to win, and I think only one person voted for him in our audience, is currently There's leading. There's two in there. Actually, I've got two people. There is me. one more I will simply do as a joke. The Huffy Green Machine RT20 three-inch, uh, three-wheeled tricycle for ages seven and up. Twin tube motocross frame for amazing 180-degree spins. Chris, 59.99. Chris, 59. Morgan, 79.99. Uh, Morgan wins it right out of the gate because he got the actual retail price. Paul doesn't even get to turn it. I was going to say one dollar. <laughs> one dollar. I had one of those dang things when I was a kid, and they were awesome. I, I think we jumped them all the time. All right, moving on from that, we are going to uh, where did they make that is our next category. Where did they make that? I am simply going to name the, uh, a product, and you are going to, as quickly as possible, first person to chime in, actually gets to respond, and I'm feeding back on my speaker. Professional. So this is between China and Taiwan? More or less. Um, I, will, I will call out the brand, and the first person to chime in with their name gets to choose the, the, the country of origin of it, okay? So, for example, if I were to say Huffy. Chris, China. Chris, I think you're probably right. Yeah, even though they're, I th it, now we, we, we uh, never mind. I'm, I'm just asking where the company <laughs> maybe originated, not where they're built, because oh, then we okay. could get into a whole ethical violation here. Okay, our first in the category. Pinarello. Paul. Italy. Oh. Paul, Italy is correct. Good job, Paul, you're fired. Our second, mentioned earlier in the podcast, Canyon. Paul. Chris, Morgan. German. Germany. I would have said I, I Germany. I did hear Paul's name first, but I hate to say it. I would have said Germany. Paul, but Paul gets yeah. it. I'm, I'm not playing favorites, I swear to God. Yeah. All you got to do is say your name, then you can answer as long as you want. Okay, this one's going to go fast. Rocky Mountain. Morgan. Taiwan. Morgan, Taiwan. Chris. Canada. Canada. Or the origin. Uh, origin. The company. Not where they're yeah. built. Yeah, see. You'd yeah. think I stock those things. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one's for me because I'm old school. Choach. Paul. Italy. I got to quit doing old these school are stuff. These poor guys. These are road. road <laughs> Giro. Paul. Uh, 
right, now spell that. You mean Geos? Or Giro. Giro, I'm going to say. G-I-R-O. I'll say Italy. <clears throat> oh. Chris. U.S. Chris is correct with the United States of America. Nice. Thule. Paul. Sweden. Paul takes the point with Sweden. Giants. Morgan. Chris. Oh, Morgan was for China. Morgan. Somebody help my dad with my global population. Paul. But, um, okay. Well, was his answer right? Well, Taiwan. Help me out, guys. Are we? Are Taiwan we, are, is. Are we Ty, 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 I mean, are the Taiwanese going to look at me and go, "You ass"? No, that's my country. Head, headquarters okay. are in Taiwan. I'll throw it to Morgan. <laughs> Time. Morgan. Paul. Morgan, I heard first. France. France. Morgan, coming up quickly. Pock. Paul. Chris. Chris. France. Eh. Paul. Sweden. Sweden. And our final in the category, Quintana Roo. Chris. Chris. Uh, Australia. You would think it should be Australia, but it actually is not. Quintana Roo, very well known in the triathlon world. I'm going to take a stab at it. Well, US. Say your name first. Paul. Yeah. yeah. U.S. Paul is correct with the United States of America. Okay, going two categories down. Paul is um, not biased, but in a lead of nine. Chris has two. Morgan has four. Can I remind these guys? I was deep in a hole last time. You were. Oh, yeah, it's no way over back, because so, the final yeah. is very biased, and I, I award people I like. <laughs> he hates me. Next category is should I sell it? I name an item cyclists use. You tell me if you should, could, or should not sell it. Should being, definitely you should sell it. Could being, eh, I don't know if I should sell it, but I will. Should not, hell no, you look stupid. All right? Our first category, and I'm taking personal bias on this, okay? <laughs> Sleeveless cycling jerseys. Paul. Paul. Never, no, shouldn't. Anybody else have another response? I would say well, shouldn't do. <laughs> should not? I would say yes. We talked about those 70-person groups that earlier. They buy those. You know what? I'm going to give you all a point because I said could. So we're all equal. <laughs> you could sell them. You shouldn't, but you could. You could. <laughs> all right? It's, it's, oh, it's extremely biased. Let's see, I, I'm a vain person who is very shallow and have nothing else going in my life, so I do this. <laughs> Here's a very sensitive subject, gentlemen. E-bikes. Chris should. Should. Chris? Morgan? Uh, Morgan could. Could? Should with, you know, a little. No, it's either or. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other one? Should, could, or should not? Could. I'd say could. I'm giving Chris the point because, let's be honest, there's going to be a lot of money coming out yeah. of those things, even if they are embarrassing. And did you guys see the Pinarello ad they put out recently? No. Yeah, Pinarello did an ad for e-bikes just catered towards female riders saying, now they you can keep up, ad. kind of a thing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah they pulled that out, yeah. It went down like a fart in church. Yeah, okay. Next, time trial bars for mountain bikes. Chris, should not. <laughs> Please. Paul? Should not, never. Should not. Yeah, y'all get the point. Yeah. You should never do that. 
Okay, here's one that I really hope you guys don't carry. In. Oh, uh, bias. Uh, third eye helmet in extensions. Those Paul, little rear view mirrors. Never. Chris says should. I don't want people ran over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say should not. Stick to it on your bars. I, yeah, sorry, Chris, you lose that one. No offense. It's not that I don't like you, but. Uh, day glow jackets. Chris should. Should? Morgan should. Good. Yeah, I, I actually think could, but you shouldn't because so many people wear them and they look terrible. But I, who should I give the points to on that one, you guys? Everybody? Everybody gets the point. All right. Um, <laughs> fixies. Should you sell fixies? Chris could. Could? I would say could, but there should be a test. You should have these guys try and ride a bike without falling over. Okay. Morgan? I would say could. I got you both for could. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to give Chris and Morgan the points on that one because, yeah, you could. You know, it's, sometimes you just got to, you know, all right. Yeah, Jimmy John's guys need those things because they destroy <laughs> everything. So they need something simple and durable. So it's for those guys, Jimmy John. I was yeah. wondering, Paul, if you were mentioning a test, I was like, what? Can they smoke and ride at the same yeah, time? Is that go. what your test was? No butt cracks. Can they get through a paragraph without using the word bro? Yeah. <laughs> that kind of a thing. Um, compression cycling socks. Chris yeah. says could. Chris says could. Morgan says could. Can I ask you guys, how much do they cost? <laughs> how much Jeez. do those things cost? They gotta be 50, 50 to 60 bucks. And what's maybe. the margin? For, 40? Um, For socks? Yeah, it depends on them. Yeah. 40, I would say should. At 40, you got, you got people wearing them. You might as well. Well, is it for active riding or recovery? Oh, my God. Technical. I, I didn't think we were going to get this deep. Yeah. <laughs> this is next level. Yeah, this is serious. <laughs> if you're going to notice, though, like, anytime you ask, Morgan and I are like, yeah, we have to sell everything. Yeah. We, yeah. we have yeah. no you choice. Guys are like, should. You want a taco should. today? I'll make you yeah. one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so the bike shop guys get the point then. Sorry, Paul. You, you just, you, I forgot their answers because you talk so much. <laughs> Leather wine bottle holders that fit on your top tube. Chris, no. <laughs> Chris says no. Definitely, Morgan says should. Let's should. bring retro back. Retro back. Good. I'm actually going to give Chris because I, I honestly, I, I, I think a bike shop, you know, and leather wine bottles, it's just it's silly. Leather straps. Leather okay, this bottles. one's going to go quick. Pint glasses with your company logo on them. Chris says absolutely. Yes. Should. Should. Yeah, you're all going to get a point there. That's, that's straightforward. Um, last one uh, in, that, in that category, and I, I'm very uh, specific about this one because sometimes it could be a blessing or a curse. Should you, in your shop, sell your local team jersey? I would say no. Paul it, says no, should not. Coming from a team, well... There I go with long-windedness. You can't control who's on your bike, and they're flipping people off, and they represent, and then the bike shops, we used to get it all the time. Your rider did such and such. So yeah. No. Chris says could, but it just, there's a lot of variables on that conversation. Okay. You know? uh, yeah, Morgan says probably should. I see a lot of should. Bike Hub and Mojo jerseys out there. Um, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think there are okay. a lot of good people involved. Are you talking about shop jerseys or 
team, team your, your like, team like your oh, yeah you like team. yeah like like if we sponsor river city red yeah. you should sell their jerseys in there oh. with your logo on it i would yeah. say actually with that i would say yes yes uh, yeah I forgot what I was asking. And because I, I'm kissing up to you Paul. Realize, you realize what you just did. Now you have to buy some team jerseys. Yeah. So, <laughs> I like yeah, that. That's a good one. Shop. We have yeah, signs exactly. already. All right. Um, <laughs> I forgot. Oh, Y'all get a point. How about that? <laughs> okay. Our, our, uh, our second and final category in, in Pack Filler Trivia this night is, is another three options. It's called Sure, Well, or Get Out. Okay. I, I'm going to say something a customer might walk into a shop and say to you, okay? And you're going to respond with sure, meaning, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Well, meaning thanks, but I don't know. We'll have to see maybe more information required, you know. And uh, get out of here, meaning you can say it, but we have a kid in here, so we, we're leaving out a specific word, <laughs> meaning you want the no dignified response, get that blank out of my store, okay? Ready? Dude, and okay. you all get to answer this so that you don't have to rush into it. Our first is, dude, you should sponsor me and my bros. Well. <laughs> okay, we got a well out there. Well. We got two wells out there. Paul? No. Oh, the wells get it. <laughs> Morgan and Chris take it. Next one. My motobacon's fork cracked. Can you get me a new one for a discount? Well, <laughs> we have a well. We, we have to be yes men, so we have to. Like, <laughs> how, how can we, how we, we can't say no is the is, problem. Is well the sound of a shop owner selling their souls? Yeah. Oh, God, it hurts. Small pieces. Better, uh, sure, if I carried Motobacon. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. What's a vintage? <laughs> yeah, is it actual French Motobacon or... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about that one company that sells them all online right now for a super cheap oh, price. I'm no. not going to mention their name. I, I will say no. No? Yeah. I'm giving the well to that one because, you know, you could potentially Are you saying the find general, a future the sport. The general answer, the best answer right now so far is well. Yeah, so far. Maybe, okay. maybe to everything. Hey. <laughs> yeah, maybe to everything. Hey, I, I wrote this suffering from tryptophan. Um, <laughs> hey, cover the kids' ears. Can I use your shitter? I gotta take a massive do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody should be in that situation. So you're gonna let the guy use your shitter? Absolutely. You have no We've idea all been where he's there, been. Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we yeah. just, just light a match. <laughs> I have huh? a candle in there. Please use it. That's what you I guys do. are letting him. I had get out, but no. I would be like, no, go away. Tom yeah, Dumoulin. He, that should have changed the whole thing. You see yeah. Dumoulin on the side of the road. You yeah. should know that you that guy, poor guy. He probably knocked on how many houses? Dude, I got to use your... And he got no. That he was didn't wrong. knock on a house in the Giro. Sure yeah, that would be hilarious. It's like, hi, I'm leading the Giro. I'm in pink. Yeah. Please let me use your latrine. <laughs> Who am I giving? I'm giving you all a point. Um, okay, this one might go fast, too. Do you sell vape juice? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well. Times are getting tough. <laughs> Dude, I'm closed after six. You're closed? <laughs> so you're closed, we got a well, and we got a not yet. I'm going to give it to Chris because that was funny. Um, <laughs> it's cycling vape, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's specific yeah. to our sport. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> None of that cherry's jubilee here. We're just specifically yeah, like road grime tire. EPO. Yeah. <laughs> EPO flavored vape juice. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I trade a beer for my tune-up? Well. We got a well. Well, we got a well. That is a lie, more You would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked Just with this guy here. <laughs> I, w- I would say, I would say, well, I'd have to look at the bike. Is it a Huffy? No. No, so you wouldn't you? do it for beer or uh, if, if it was a Huffy. Well, then you have to qualify the beer. Okay. <laughs> what kind of beer? Uh, you know, I got a PBR sitting there waiting in the trunk. Yeah. It's like, no way. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You took too long. Uh, okay. Morgan, you were, you were saying, are we going to go with your true response or what you just said to us? Would you really well, do it for beer? I'm going to have to switch it to sure. Sure. I'm, it could, because I'm going to give you the point for it. Because when I was working in, in shops, I remember, especially in the, in the ski business, I worked in the ski business, and we'd say, yeah, I can get that done for you in time. Drop a six-pack off when you come pick it up. You're going to be a lot of beer at your de- at door. There is, yeah. It's going to be a you lot. You should see the place. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you need a larger fridge. Next quote, this one's close to my heart. I have a big triathlon tomorrow. I've never cleaned my bike, and it's making a lot of noise. What are you going to do to make it better for me in one hour? Everything. That's a sure, yes, whatever you need kind of thing. So you guys are sure? Really? That's why I'm not in the bike business. Paul? I'm the rebel, and I'd say, well, give me some beer. It's not one of the three options, but I'm giving it to those guys anyway. Because I would have said, oh, God, really? Yeah. Um, Next one. Can you sell me this at a lower price than Amazon or Nash Bar? Now, you've only got those three options. Well, sure, or get out. I'm going to go with well. Repeat that again. Morgan's with well. Um, Can you sell me this at a lower price than Amazon or Nash Bar? This is how it would go. What? Get out. <laughs> okay, so Lower we, got, price? we got our first get me? out. <laughs> I like it. Our first get out. Paul, what yeah, you? Get out. Yeah, I can't do it any more dramatic, but yeah. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I had indicated get out on that one. So um, next, uh, we got, only got three left in the category, and we're really close on points. Uh, a guy comes into your shop in obviously great shape, like super lean, super fit, and he asks you, can you install this motor in my Pinarello Dogma? Come on, guys, ethics sure. now. <laughs> sure. I would say sure, because I, I want to know how this thing works. Get the F out. Okay, we got we to gotta get out. I'm going to give that to Paul, but, but I understand where you guys are coming from, because you you're be like... You going for a Strava segment. I, it's, yeah. yeah. It'd actually be kind of cool to see one of those things in motion. I've always said I want to ride one just to see what it feels like. And I had a lot of people online bashing me for it, like I had done some horrible bastardization to the Can sport. Can I amend my answer? No. If, it, if it's Phil, Gar- what's his name, Guyman? Yeah. I'd say, sure, Phil, I'll do it. You're just, because of the ultimate comeback. Well, yeah, because he accused, accused cancel. That went over a lot of people's heads. So. Um, I'm doing my first sprint triathlon next week. Show me your most expensive bike. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. I sure. love you. Yeah. Paul? Uh, let's see what else I can find outside of the floor. Really? Higher price, yeah. Oh, yeah. you weren't going to show? Yeah, I will show you my, so my highest, but I can go higher. You're like a libertarian. You talk too much for the Paul, simplest of answers. <laughs> hey, I voted libertarian. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> so what what did we have? Chris, yours was I was saying sure, yeah. Sure? Definitely sure. Sure? Sure. Paul, sure. Yeah, yeah, I definitely you gotta do that. If somebody's dumb enough to wanna spend ten grand on a bike for a very short race. Or you gotta smart do it. enough. Or smart enough, okay. <laughs> Last in the category. Do you sell sheepskin seat covers? No, but I can order it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a well? That's a well. I'm going to say get out on that. You're going to say get out, Paul? <laughs> Only if you clean it before you bring it in for repairs. That's that is such a horrible vi vi visual you just gave us yeah, all, Paul. Yeah, if yeah, you've yeah, seen yeah, them, exactly. they're awful. Yeah, just because you offended me, I'm not going to let nasty. you have the point. Morgan gets the point for that one. All right, you guys, we're going into our final. Oh, my. You ready for this? Paul currently sits with 15 points. Chris currently sitting with 14 points. And Morgan currently sitting with 15 points. One point separates our final category. And I'm going to need your guys' help, even though some of you probably are biased because you're here with somebody and you want a cool hat or a water bottle. But um, we're, we're going to take this kind of an audience that's going to help me with the final, final bonus, okay? The final question it is extremely biased. What is the best thing about working in or owning a bike shop? as detailed as you wish to be. You could even tell a story, spin a yarn. Wow. Should I allow you a moment or, Morgan, you ready? I mean, you know, I'm gonna use one word, customers. Best part of it, am I right? You, you guys buying that? That sounded really cheesy to me, but I'll, I'll okay, okay, so we got customers, one word. Wow, poster boy. Mine is, I got stuck in this job because I love bikes. I love bikes. I love the technology of the bikes. And that's, uh, the customers are great, and they're the ones that let me keep doing it. That's the great part. New things coming out. So I think it's just the love of bikes. Love of bikes. Kind of pulls at your heartstrings, doesn't it? There? <laughs> okay, okay. Love of bikes. Uh, Paul. All right, you said I can be long-winded, so oh. this is my chance. Actually, when I was there, to me, it's the people you work with. The customers are fun because you, they come and go, but the people you work with. And I'm, here's the story I'm going to share. So when I first, before I started working for my bike shop that I did work at, I saw this frame, this road frame I wanted so bad. And some guy bought it right in front of my nose. And I thought, dang, and he returned it. He didn't like it. And I was actually <clears throat> saw it the day he returned it. I thought, I'm going to buy this frame, but I didn't have the cash. Two days later, somebody else buys it. It comes back. I start working for the shop, and I said, can I just put money in this, you know, take it out of my check? I said, sure. So I buy all this campy. Every, it's my dream bike, 100%. I'm building it. I build all my wheels. I've got campy record on it. I've, I've sweat, tears, face chased. It's steel bike back then. I got it all, I waxed it. And these two characters who have been in the bike business forever, and they said, this is the most beautiful bike ball I've ever seen in my life. And they hand me this big, huge screwdriver. I go, what's this? And they said, oh, it's tradition in the bike shop. When you get a new bike, you have to put the first scratch and dent on it. <laughs> and I'm sweating, because you know it's like this fraternity. And I'm raising up, in the corner of my eye, I see this one guy just go, you know, the head dab, dab down and stuff, and I thought, Son of a gun. So sure enough, it's the fraternity of a bike. doesn't matter what bike shop you work at or anything. I think it's 
bike people like Chris and Morgan, whatever reason you get into the bike shop, it's the people you work with. And it's, it's a great community. So there you go. Thanks, Paul. That was nice. Oh, that's pretty sweet. I'm sorry. Well, I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Figures. <laughs> All right. So we've got three responses, everybody in our in our audience here. We've got uh, Morgan's response with uh, with the customers. One word: customers. He loves the customers. We had Chris's response with loves bikes. Couldn't get out of it. Stuck bikes. Kind of like the mafia, pulling him back in. All right. And we had Paul with everything. He should have just had a freaking violin playing in the background. <laughs> Some kind of big bring it all around, don't you forget about me, breakfast club kind of moment there. And long-winded, but we did get a, a big sigh of relief. So um, I'm, I'm going to ask you guys from your responses, I'm going to call out each and every one of them. We'll go from your responses and what you guys think, okay? For our uh, Morgan's response with customers, what do you guys think? That's pretty good. Okay, it was pretty good. For the love of bikes, Chris's response, what do you guys think? Oh, banging of furniture. And for Paul Main's response of bullying. <laughs> My two people that voted for me. I, you guys, I, I, I think Chris actually gets the two-point bonus, which means Paul finishes with 15. Morgan finishes with 15. Chris, is fin Chris finishes with 16 points to win tonight's Pack Filler Trivia. There you guys go. In case, for those of you who aren't listening, I mean, who aren't here in the audience actually seeing the show, who are listening to the show, uh, we have some wonderful prizes from Bike Hub, from Mojo Cyclery. We've got some shirts. We've got some water bottles. We've got all kinds of great things. We've got my friend Carson Hedrick over in Seattle gave us some water bottles and a watch. And we've got some stuff from Villaminati. Um, first and foremost, thank you, everybody, for coming out and listening to the show. We love having people come out to these live shows. Uh, applaud yourselves, people. And thank you to our, our panel of guests for today for today's tonight's show. Uh, for, thanks to Chris and Morgan for coming in. Everybody give them an applause. Go out. And for the love of God, patronize your local bike shop. And thanks to my good friend Paul Main for coming out and also being a producer of the show. And thanks to River City Brewing for hosting us once again, bringing us back and letting us be here. Everybody drink a beer. Packfiller.com is the website. The Packfiller podcast is the podcast. Thank you, everybody. I'm Pat Bulger. Good night. heard it. The young lady just asked, what time is it? We can't please all the age groups, but I guess we can please some of them that are heavily drinking beer. Hey, you guys, uh, thanks for listening to episode three of uh, the Pack Filler Lives. Obviously, it's not just the third episode of the podcast, the third of our live shows. Keep the feedback coming. We appreciate hearing from you guys in terms of what you think, who you think we should talk to, and where you think we should go, other than the offensive places. Big thanks to River City Red for hosting us. Big thanks to Peddler Brewing for hosting us in our Seattle show. And we'll see where the next ones take us. You guys be sure and uh, log on to packfiller.com. Download the episodes. Go to iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast. Send us feedback. Rate us on iTunes. Tell us what you think. And we'll see how things go from there. Live shows, you guys have been feeding us back pretty well. So hopefully we'll keep doing those. And yes, I understand you want other people on the show rather than just me. I get it. I'm not offended. Well, maybe a little bit.
We'll see you next time on the Packfler Podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.